Uncaged. Uncaged. A show celebrating thought leadership from today's top business leaders. The program provides a voice to amazing executives from around the globe who are shaping the world of business today and mapping the path to the world of commerce tomorrow. And now, please welcome our host, Bant Breen, as we begin another Uncaged episode. Today, we're speaking with Anthony Harling. Hey, Anthony, how are you? I'm good, Ben. How are you? I'm well, I'm well. Anthony, it's great to chat with you. Anthony is the managing partner of Archer Man, which is a boutique executive search and executive coaching business with over 30 years experience. And they're doing a ton of work. One of the areas that's very interesting to explore, which we'll go deeper in is the career transition elements that they're working on. But before we get into that, Anthony, tell us a little bit about yourself and your career today. Well, Ben, I was, uh, I was very fortunate. Um, I grew up in a, an international environment. My dad worked for an international company. So we, we traveled around and lived in different countries. So I was always going to work in business and I was always going to work internationally. And so I started my career with, uh, with Hydric and Struggles. I had um, about 13 years with them, including spending some time in Germany. Uh, I had a couple of uh, leadership roles there. I ended up setting up the internet-enabled business that Hydric created after the dot-com wow. uh, boom. So that was um, Leaders Online. I ran that business in Europe, which was great fun. Um, I spent seven years with Eric Salmon and Partners, which is a, uh, a European firm headquartered in Paris. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, very much focus on uh, international projects. And um, I set up Archer Man with my partner, Jim Burley, about 10 years ago. Wow. One of the other companies that I'm involved with is uh, Not Actively Looking, which is kind of a candidate platform for, for senior executives that work with the, the search industry. So overall, about 30 years of executive search. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the executive search industry continues to evolve. You're working in an area where we're all everyone's talking about the need for talent, the challenge of of recruiting the, the best talent, and then also the changing landscape of what people are looking for. So tell me more about what you guys are up to at Archer Man. So Archer Man, um, we, we kind of focus on certain clients. So what we like to do is to serve with you know, a number of clients, but really covering those clients globally. Mm-hmm. So we do positions that are typically multi-country. Mm-hmm. So we would be searching simultaneously in the US, in Asia, in Europe, in Africa, wherever. And we, we've done searches all over the world. So we've done searches in, in Hungary and in Hong Kong and South Africa, all over North America, all over Europe. And that, that's kind of our specialism. So we focus by client, mm-hmm. not, by, not by industry. And um, so we will typically work with a client over 10 plus years. And tell um, me, Anthony, about this area, this career transition element. It, it's really interesting, and it's it's not something that I think probably gets enough light. So I'm, I'm be curious to learn more. Well, a lot of the people that I came across, Ben, you know, they would come to me for help. You know, when they, for some reason, the company changed and they needed to move on and they needed another position, they would come to me for help. And we didn't really know how to help them. And I think the truth is that um, what we used to call the outplacement industry, it doesn't really work nowadays. 
it's kind of, it's a model that works in the pre-internet era. And we're now in the kind of internet era. Okay. So the work that we do in uh, Archer Man is based around helping people to help themselves. So we want to help get them equipped, help them understand the executive search industry, how to position themselves online, which is really critical, mm-hmm. and, and how to optimize their networking and how they can leverage their personal network. So we typically work with executives over, sometimes it's a short kind of five-week program. Sometimes we work over, over many, many months. Yeah. It's really helping senior executives to kind of get their career story straight. This is the kind of big I, thing. That's, that's really excellent. Again, I mentioned this to you earlier before we, we started the show, but I did read in an article somewhere that there were quite a few senior executives that have chosen to perhaps not go back to their current positions or are demanding change. And I imagine you're seeing the same thing, but is that, is that a trend that you're, you're seeing in the marketplace right now? I think what we're seeing, Bant, is something a a little bit different. I think what we're seeing is a kind of realignment of the priorities. Mm. And I think this is a a lot of this is accelerated by the effects of the pandemic. And whether you whether you talk to you know people who are in their 30s now, like my kids, or whether you talk to senior executives who are in their 50s, people are realigning and thinking, actually, you know what? I want to spend more time doing this, or I want to spend more time living in this location. You know, I spoke to somebody today who's working in London, but he's living in Madrid. (laughs) And people can choose. And I think it's a realignment of priorities, which means that, yeah, maybe that means I'm going to be less than 100% focused on my work because I'm at that stage in my career where I can afford to, you know, balance multiple uh, interests. Yeah. So I think a lot of people in that latter stage of their career are now saying, well, I want to do some work I want to retire gradually, but I'm going to do some other stuff as well. Maybe further lifelong learning or something else. I love that. And I mean, that seems to be related to that discussion that we're seeing in the broader marketplace, this idea, perhaps it's more of a North American discussion. I don't know, this great resignation, but it seems like you have a different take on that. Look, I think the the great resignation is certainly more of an issue in North America. But I, I, I suspect it will, we'll see it here quite quickly. And, um, you know, for me, the great resignation is people saying, well, actually, what happens is during the pandemic, you see companies for what they really are. Mm. But the companies that really care about their people, what they did during the pandemic is they really cared about their people. So my daughter, for example, she joined a new company just before the pandemic, like one week before the pandemic struck. Wow. But the way that they looked after her and the way that they looked after all the employees was fantastic. So she had a really positive experience. That's great. However, there are other people who've had actually a not so positive experience. And there I think they're saying, you know what? I don't want to work for these people anymore. I don't want to work for this company anymore. I'm going to move to Miami or I'm going to move to California or whatever. Yeah, I, I think we've seen those giant, uh, I mean, the, the high profile examples of when, when that goes terribly wrong, right? When you see a, yeah. a CEO, you know, laying off, uh, I think there's that, I can't even remember the company, a couple, couple weeks ago, some CEO laid off thousands of his employees on a Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was just the worst way of doing it's that. Awful. You know? it's awful. 
So it's kind of shocking that that happens in this day and age, but I guess it is what it is. And I mean, tell me a little bit more, Anthony, you know, this, this moment that we're living through this pandemic, uh, I think a couple of weeks ago, I would have said that we were coming out of it. Now I, I have no idea. I certainly, I think we, all we can say is that we're here and we're, we're living in a new way, but how have you navigated this time and uh, has it offered opportunities for you guys? You know, and I, I made a prediction at the beginning of the pandemic, which was completely wrong. <laughs> I predicted this was going to be the biggest catastrophe for the executive search industry. Wow. In fact, it was the opposite happened. The search industry grew during the pandemic. You only have to look at the share price of the big search firms like Hydric and Struggles and Corn Ferry, and they've more than doubled during the pandemic, by the way, the share prices. They get a feel for that. So wow. what's happened for us is two things. I mean, we've always worked internationally, so we've been using video technology for years. But, but now, I think there's two fundamental changes in the search industry. One, clients accept a Zoom-only shortlist. Mm. And they will accept a process which is 100% on video. That's the first thing. The second thing is, and it's linked to the first, is the clients expect a much, much shorter time frame. Right. You can do a search that used to take six months. You can do it in six weeks. Wow. So I have examples. So that's where... great. So not only are the fees higher, but the margins will be higher as well. Then. <laughs> it's just you do, the fees don't need to be higher. Yeah. What happens is you do more work. Yeah. You can do more projects. Yeah, that's great. I, you know, one of the funny things that I noticed was that, you know, we hired a ton of people during the last couple of years, I think we've probably tripled in size as a business. And almost all the people that we hired, we did it via Zoom. And we uh, had a robust process, had lots and lots of interviews, et cetera, for each one of these folks. I didn't meet many of them in person until uh, about I don't know, maybe the second week in December for a holiday party. And um, it was fascinating to, to meet people in person versus kind of like their online presence, to be honest. You know, people were very different. And I, I actually I will tell you that like some of those biases that clearly people say when you meet people in person, like, you know, tall people get more offers or make more money, et cetera. To be perfectly honest with you, I think the Zoom thing almost is a leveler. You know, it's a great leveler. Yeah. It, you focus more on the content of their character, honestly, in, in those yeah. interviews. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I went out to Switzerland about six weeks ago to see one of my clients. It's a startup company that I'm working with in Zurich. And we've placed five people, five people. So really had a massive impact on the, on the top leadership team there. Mm -hmm. And you know what, Ben? I had never met any one of those five people and I had never met anybody from the company. Wow. And, and so when I went out there and I can see these people and you know, they're, they're all you know, hugely successful doing really, yeah. really well, but it's telling, isn't it? That you, you have to adapt to the technology and what, what the pandemic has done is ac accelerated the pace of change. Yeah. And also it changes relationships. So, I would say that you have very intimate relationships. So, you know, you get to a level of connection with people that is a little bit more sophisticated because you're 
you're talking with them online in their homes, you know about their, you know, whether they have a, a puppy or, a, you know, a child. And so it's a much more holistic way of understanding people, which is yeah. somehow very refreshing, actually. So, so Anthony, you know, 2022 is a big number. Uh, we are moving into the future. We're, we're here we are. And I would say that the talent industry clearly, thank God you, your prediction was wrong yes. uh, because uh, for your company, but also just the, in general for humans, there's a huge opportunity from a talent perspective for people. But tell me more about what you think this year holds for us. Look, I think, I think um, you know, there are two kinds of organizations out there, two kinds of companies, uh, ben, and, and you've kind of alluded to this yourself with your company, but um, there are companies who, when they are confronted with the reality of the pandemic, they panic mm. or they do, and they do nothing largely. And there are companies like, like yours, you know, who adapt and who accelerate and hire more people and do more stuff. And I think what we're seeing now is the benefit of that. So I think, you know, there'll be a kind of a, the companies who are going to go by the wayside, they're going to start dropping away now. And I think that the companies who have jumped in the last 18 months, those companies are really going to start building out. So I think it's a really, really interesting time. I think it's a really positive time. You know, we have some issues um, here in the UK to do with Brexit and stuff like that. But, but again, you just have to be positive about it and look for the opportunity. I think the opportunity is there. I think it's massive. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I don't think there's a bubble that's about to burst. There may be a little bit of inflation here and there. But you know, I think the outlook from the clients that we talk to is um, is really positive. New ways that, of working, new opportunity. Yeah, that's great. I am I'm excited about this new way of working. I think some of the reactions that we noticed early on, where people uh, you'd see these announcements of some industries, a lot of finance folks were trying to pull a lot of people back into the office. And I understand that it's probably a little bit of a, an old com kind of a command and control mentality. But certainly anybody who has a conversation with talented young people today knows that their expectation for life is so dramatically different from older generations, right? They're demanding yeah. a much new uh, refresh on the model. And and a new way of living that, to be perfectly honest, is much healthier and a much, much better way of living. So I'm all for it. it um, is. Anthony, thank you so much for talking with us today. If someone wanted to learn more about what you're up to at Archer Man, where should they find you? So uh, archerman.com. And um, I have my personal website, anthonyharling.com. Uh, either of those would be a great source of, uh, of information. But if you want to know more about the executive search work we do, or you want to know more about the, the career transition, and in particular, the career story and how we develop the career story for executives, then come to watchaman.com and uh, get in touch. Great. Anthony, thank you so much for being on Uncaged today. We've been speaking with Anthony Harling. He's the managing partner of Archer Man, which is a boutique executive search and executive coaching business. They also have an expertise in the area of career transition. Anthony, thank you so much for being on Uncaged Day. We look forward to having you back. Thanks, Ben. Have a good Cheers. day. Bye-bye.